most important thing for me in a leadership position is to make sure you set the right culture um, that allows you to attract and retain the very best people and allows your customers and those people impacted by your business to feel as good as they can about doing business with you. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Steve Gare of Recoup Disaster Insurance. Steve, super excited to have you on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to tell you about uh, our product. Yes, excited to have you on and, and talk about all your product, all the awesome things that you've been working on and doing and accomplishing. Um, but before we do that, I want to read a little bit more about Steve so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Steve is the president of Recoup Disaster Insurance and joined the insurance startup company in, company in April of this year. Before joining Recoup, Steve spent 10 years in various insurance leadership roles at Marsh McLennan, where he was responsible for property and casualty insurance programs, divisions that span more than 200 employees across 16 U.S. offices. Steve spent 22 years in civil service as a city council member and then four terms as West Des Moines mayor as well. Steve, again, super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely am. Thank you. Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched a little bit on your bio, your background, and all the awesome things you're working about, working on, but I wanted to hop into the time machine and hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story. Sure. No, thank you very much. You know, I've been in various businesses over the last 36 years, and as you mentioned, I had 10 years in the insurance program business, which looking back at my career, what I would say was probably the most enjoyable business that I was in. Um, I just love the, the companies and the, and the people involved in insurance. I recognize that how important insurance is not only to individuals, but to businesses. There's a lot of risks out there that we can't manage ourselves. And if something were to happen, the economic impacts could be, you know, just devastating, not only to your life personally, but also to your business. So I recognize really how important insurance was uh, just to the the entire operation of, of people's lives and businesses and people's business life. And then during my 22 years in civil service here in West Des Moines, um, uh, I've seen the devastating impacts of natural disasters uh, in your community. We've had two significant flooding events in West Des Moines. Uh, I've never heard of the word derecho in the last five years. We've had three derechos in West Des Moines. Um, and, uh, you know, tornadoes or whatever it might be. I've just seen the, the devastation uh, to in, individuals in particular when it comes to natural disasters and how not only local government, but state and federal government tries to help uh, allow these people to keep their lives and their families together. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And, and I appreciate you, you know, obviously for the work that you do in many different aspects. But um, I, I love that you use that word risk. And I think especially around business, but, you know, frankly, around life in general, um, we sometimes forget that our, the goal is really to kind of minimize the risks that are out there. And we sometimes, you know, forget about taking those steps so that we can, you know, when, you know, when and if those, you know, situations happen that you don't have the risk that you could not, it could have potentially had if you had not taken those steps. Correct. And, you know, it's surprising to note that but since 1980, 70% of the disaster damage uh, hasn't been covered by insurance. 
and uh, a substantial majority of, of families and individuals in the United States just don't have the financial wherewithal uh, to, to, to deal with those uninsured risks. And that was one of the reasons that uh, the disaster insurance product is being brought to the market to try to help uh, with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, uh, you know, we sometimes forget our products and services are there to, you know, solve, you know, problems. So I love to kind of hear, you know, what, you know, what kind of led, you know, that problem to be solved and, you know, how you guys are, are definitely doing that. So I would love to, to drill down a little bit more and hear a little bit more about that product, how you guys are serving and supporting the clients that you work with. Sure. This uh, disaster, uh, Recoup Disaster Insurance is the only multi-peril uh, product in the marketplace right now. Uh, we currently uh, cover hurricanes with storm surge, uh, wildfires, tornadoes, earthquake, uh, gas explosion, and winter storms and dust storms. And we're looking at maybe expanding those disasters, but you can buy up to $25,000 of insurance coverage. So it's not something that's designed to replace your home or to, 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 to cover all your losses. But the idea behind the product is one will cover a number of, of um, disasters, which you, you can't buy a, a product like this other than through us. Second of all, it's very economical. We're estimating that for an average of $10,000 of insurance coverage, the premium will be $440 a year, which is about $17 per uh, pay period. And as I mentioned, you can buy up to $25,000 of coverage. Uh, the goal for us is if, if there's been a state or a federal declared disaster that's covered by this product and you've had $1,000 of damage to your home, uh, send us your pictures. And our goal is to pay 90 some percent of these claims within 48 hours after the damage. So we get your claim and uh, we'll wire you your money and you're free to use uh, these proceeds for whatever you believe is in the best interest of you and your family uh, to try to, to, you know, to try to continue to to get uh, along personally and uh, business-wise until you can sort through your other traditional insurance coverages such as your homeowners or disaster uh, coverages that may be provided through uh, FEMA or the federal government. So, you know, the goal here is to, 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 I mean, this is so stressful for people to go to. The last thing they need is not knowing where they're gonna live or how they can buy more clothes or if they need another car. That's the goal of, of this product is to get you your money right away, allow you to allow you to keep your family and yourself together uh, through the disaster. The other interesting thing that's come up is through all the, the pandemic and the remote work, we have a number of employers now saying, you know, Steve, uh, I got a lot of my employees now that work remote, so their home is their office. And if something happens to their home, then they can't work for me either. So we have a number of uh, companies now looking and, and making decisions on whether or not they should purchase some of this coverage for each of their employee who works remotely because they need uh, they need the employee to get back uh, into living conditions in order to continue to work for them. So we've seen a new angle through the remote work that really we didn't anticipate when we first started working on the product. Interesting. That's 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 fascinating. You know, considering like you know, there's been so much disruption, um, and definitely you know, work the way we live lives, and you know how that kind kind of kind of has you know manifested itself. You know, and in, in, in you've seen, and I, I love that you kind of talked about you know that uh, frustration that people are going through. I often say that people forget about the human aspect of, of of business, and frankly, the human aspect of life sometimes. And when those you know those, those disasters happen or those things happen, like understanding the 
I guess the the stories, the disruption, just all those things from a humanistic standpoint. I love that you know you guys have kind of had that in mind. It sounds like with being able to kind of present this product. Yeah, we have, and as we've worked on it, uh, we started working on this in 2013. Um, I saw some statistics recently that since 2010, um, 97% of the United States population has been impacted by one of these disasters. And so when you think about it, uh, 97%, that's almost everybody that's living in the United States. So, you know, I think we continue to see more disasters, more frequency of disasters, and uh, quite frankly, broader disasters. And so as we've been working on this product, I think the, the need for it continues to grow. Absolutely. I, I would definitely, you know, echo that as well. So I uh, appreciate you for, for breaking that down. And, and so I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself, the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Well, I think that, you know, again, the product's the only one in the marketplace. Uh, I think it's very economical. Um, we, we're, we're willing to pay claims within 48 hours after you send us pictures uh, of your damages. And so it, it's a product where we're, we're actually looking forward to actually issuing these uh, proceeds because we know people need them and they've met the criteria. We think we've done a really good job with our insurance carrier partner uh, and our experts in coming up with a, a pricing model here and an allocation of the risk so that uh, we can continue to provide this product on a cost-effective basis, knowing that these events are going to occur. Yeah, absolutely. You want to definitely kind of be, you know, ahead of the curve. And, and you know, you actually presented me a word I had never heard before as well, the ratio. Could you tell us a little bit more like what that is? And um, that's definitely now my word of the day. So I appreciate you for, for teaching me to learn something new. Yeah, sure. So um, the derecho is is a, a windstorm of sustained uh, winds more than 100 miles an hour for a certain period of time. And like I said, I've lived here in Iowa for 61 years and for 55 years, I never heard the term. And five years ago, we had our first derecho that had just massive amounts of damage in, in a number of our cities. We had one large city in Iowa that lost over 50% of its tree canopy. Um, and we had a, a second one recently, and then we had one over the wintertime. And so that's an example of, uh, of another um, disaster that we're looking at that may be limited to certain states in the United States because we really don't get hurricanes here, but yet it's, the, it's in the nature of a hurricane. So our team, we're, we're getting up and, and running with, with, the, with the disasters that we got covered, but we're earnestly looking at these additional ones that we know will, will occur and that you know, should be covered. And so um, you know, we're looking for opportunities to expand the natural disasters as, as they become more frequent uh, in the marketplace. Nice. Well, I definitely appreciate you for, for, for drilling down on that. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. Um, and this might be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? You know, I think the two things I've always tried to govern myself by is, you know, I treat people the way that you want to be treated. And I've always said, you know, we should do the right things for the right reasons. And, you know, what I really found out not only in business, but was being mayor is a lot of times the, the, the demand is or the request or the or, or, or is let's let's do what immediately needs to be done, even though in the long term, that's probably not the right decision. And I've shied away from that because, you know, once the short term's over, now you've got an, an issue again to address. And so I've been a big proponent of let's look over the long term and what is the right thing to do for the right reasons over the long term for our business or for our community. And I think those are the two things that, that I've tried to help uh, guide my leadership and, and participation in business and, and in a local government. 
Nice. I absolutely love that. So I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So it's a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. I want you to hop back in that time machine potentially and tell us something you might tell your younger business self, or it might be something you would tell your favorite client. Yeah, always. You know, I think the thing I learned the most of is to be a really good active listener. Um, when you're in a leadership position and ultimately at the end of the day, you impact the direction uh, and, and the culture, um, you need to be a really good active listener. And sometimes that's hard for people to do. Uh, but I always reminded myself I need to let them let them have their say uh, and not interrupt them, not try to direct them. We, we want their input unfiltered. Uh, but before you start, you know, giving direction and, and your thoughts, make sure you've heard everyone. Uh, and you've listened and, you, and you've considered. So uh, to me, a good active uh, listener uh, is the one thing that I've really tried to, uh, to be. And sometimes that's not as easy to do um, uh, as people think, but um, it, to me, it, it really, one, people feel good about it. And two, actually, I think I can make better decisions because I've heard everybody out. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of reminds me of the quote, people don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. And um, I imagine too, you know, very similar as we've been talking about that, that experience, that civil service experience that you've had, I imagine that you also have had to have that listening ear and that has translated very much so I and, and I imagine other aspects, including, you know, the business world. It has, and, and you know, in, in local government and in business too, you get some frustrated people. So it, you've you've had to, you know, you've got to make sure that you take a deep breath and say, okay, they're frustrated, uh, and they're going to be a, a little ornery with you when they're going to share their thoughts. But um, just accept it, acknowledge why they're frustrated, and, and let them say their piece in the way they want to. Uh, and um, that's not always easy to do, but quite frankly, at the end of the day. I felt better about it at the end, even when they were frustrated with me personally, because you could have the conversation and you let them, you let them air it out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think people feel a lot more comfortable and of course, a lot more open to, to being able to kind of engage, to, to, they feel valued and, and appreciated. So definitely appreciate that. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Steve, what does being a CEO mean to you? You know, I think the big thing is you have a chance to set the culture of the organization. And, um, you know, to me, that's going to that's gonna prove out either being the success of the company or not, um, not only your culture for your customers, but also the culture for the employees uh, that you're going to attract to your company. So from my standpoint, the most important thing for me in a leadership position is to make sure you set the right culture um, that allows you to attract and retain the very best people and allows your customers and those people impacted by your business to feel as good as they can about doing business with you. Yeah, absolutely. You're doing phenomenal work. So Steve, truly appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Well, yeah, clearly they can we, They can head to our Recoup uh, website. Uh, it's up and running. We've gone live with our new uh, provider today, and we've got all the contact information. We'd love to hear from them, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. We want them to know that we're out there trying to make this. So this is going to be available financially and affordable for them. And I guess my, my only other one is I want to let our business partners know, too, that we view this um, as, a, as a way to structure our business with them so that we either succeed or fail together. And uh, that can be unusual in this environment. Uh, but from our business standpoint, 
that's the way that's the way we want to do business and those are the kind of business partners that we want uh, that look for that win-win uh, and success together. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information that show notes too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But um, I, I love that you said that win-win. That's exactly what I was thinking of. I think whenever you have really strategic partnerships and, and solutions, you're not thinking win-lose. You're not thinking lose-win. You're thinking win-win. And I love that you created that culture and love that you shared that with us today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.